guess what time it is, bitches? Brainwash Radio. What's up, my niggas? Damn. My back's all fucked up. Talking about... Oh, man. Slutting those... Oh, shit. It just hurts. Oh, man. But I don't want to go to the ER or anything. I'm just going to have to rest, relax, chill. But, yeah. My back's all thrashed right now. But meanwhile, we're not here for that, right? We're here for some jammy jammy. Jammy jammy. So we're going to play some Baby King. You know what I'm talking about? Baby King. You guys know Baby King, right? You guys know Baby King? Oh, damn, Baby King. Oh, shit. Wrong area. Uh, there it is.
business is built on a multitude of complex processes. Before I am through 
woman beg, and I make a good woman steal, I make an old woman blush, and I make a young girl squeal, I wanna be yours pretty baby, yours and yours alone, I'm here to tell you honey, that I'm bad to the bone, bad, 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 Do you have a website? If so, how's it doing for you? Let's face it, 10 years ago, website. You say it, my plane. Go on, I want to tell you a story about the house room blue. I come home one Friday, had to tell the landlady that I lost my job. She said, that don't confront me As long as I get my money next Friday Now next Friday I come, I didn't get the rent And out the door I went So I goes to the landlady I said, you let me slide I had 
and apple for last. Gotta get a drink, man, I'm gonna get gas. Gonna get high, man, I ain't had enough. Need me a triple shot of that stuff. Gonna get drunk, won't you listen right here? I want one bourbon, one shot, one beer, one bourbon. last week for a bunch of teenagers. And these kids carry on today, you can't tell boys from girls. I mean, the girls are wear slacks, fellas let their hair grow. I was talking to somebody, I said, look at that teenager, what's that, a boy or a girl? He said, that's a boy, that's my son. I said, sure, you knew you're his father. He said, I'm not his father, I'm his mother. <laughs> I don't know, I tell you, life isn't easy. After a while, I don't know who to believe anymore. Well, the other day I was in my bank, they got signs all over there. At this bank, you have a friend. Last month, I was two payments behind. My friend took away my car. <laughs> I tell you what, me, nothing comes easy, nothing, you know. Well, last week I saw my dentist, not a beauty, my dentist. Yeah, I said to him, can you put in a new tooth to match my other teeth? He put in a tooth with four cavities. <laughs> now, I tell you, last week was a rough week for me, you know, last week. I broke up my psychiatrist too last week. For the first time, I told him I got suicidal tendencies. He told me from now on I have to pay in advance. <laughs> well, the first time I saw a psychiatrist, I felt like two cents. I was a kid. I said to him, Doc, can you help me? All day long, he's thinking I'm ugly. He made me lay on a couch, face down. <laughs> I tell you, when I was a kid, I got no respect. No respect at all, you know? The time I was lost on a beach, and the cop had me look for my parents. I said to the cop, I think we'll find them. He said, I don't know, kid, there's so many places I could hide. <laughs> when I was a kid, my old man, he didn't help either, you know. The time I asked my old man if I can go ice skating on a lake, he told me to wait till it gets warm. <laughs> I'll tell you, sometimes I can't take it no more. Well, today I got two kids and that's rough too, you know. You can't talk to kids today. My boy's birthday last week, had a little party, brought out the cake, the kid blew out all the candles. I said to him, I hope your wish comes true. He said, if it does, that's the last time you'll watch me blow out candles. <laughs> a smart kid I got, you know. Like the last time I took my kid to Coney Island, I asked him if he wanted to go in a crazy house. He told me to save my money, we'll be home soon. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, it's good to see you again. Oh, nice it's been a long time. I always get a kick out of coming out here. They treat you right over here. There's yeah. one place they treat you right. You know, I leave, leave the club. I close this week in a club in New York. Uh, but I'll be back next Monday. You just close the, night. Lock it up completely? I lock the whole thing up for a week. Now I'll come back next Monday night, September 9th, and tell my jokes are going to danger for you. But it's always a kick to come out here. Yeah. Right? I love it out here. You know, I like to go to Vegas, too. You know, Do you? I'm going to Vegas right, for a couple of days. I always go over there. You meet so many wonderful, wonderful people in Vegas. Uh -huh. you have no idea. Uh, can, you, 
Can you tell us about a few of them? Well, last time I was there, I met a lovely girl. Uh -huh. Oh, a lovely girl. Valerie Dubois. Valerie Dubois. Oh, lovely girl. Valerie Dubois. In fact, she told me to call her VD for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Valerie Dubois. Wonderful people out in Vegas. Yeah, really uh -huh. nice, but oh, Vegas really swings. They got the gambling there, the big Wild. hotels and yeah. nightclubs. Oh, that's what big nightclubs they got there. Yeah. So it isn't really so different than the places I worked when I broke in. You know, a tough place. You work in a little joint, oh, right? Oh, I worked tough place. You know, places like Rosario's Rocket Room. You know. Rosario's Rocket Room. Yeah. Tough, tough. Uh, Dominic's Atomic Bar and Grill. Ooh, another one. Sure. Oh, Dominic, he was tough. Ooh, yeah. He was tough. On During the show, he used to yell at the axe all the time. Yeah. He went out, a guy was singing, Why was I born? He yelled out, Not to sing! You know, really. <laughs> That's a real heckler, Dominic. Oh, Bad news, yeah. So your show business, you got to get the breaks. you got to uh, get the breaks, Tony. I would guess so, yeah. I never got the breaks, never. Really? As a kid, I never got the breaks either, never. This has been following you all your life, you mean? I was rough when I was a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, the first time I had my picture taken. The pony threw me. <laughs> Another one I should have. You got to try him out of town, right? You can't bring well, him take in. Take him on a road to you. Take him on a road. You got to break right. him in. So you get the feeling you wasted your whole life. Uh -huh. I don't know. It's not easy. I got no respect the day I was born. Really? No respect. The doctor picked me up and smacked me. I found out the nurse. You got a few in too. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be. We gotta take a break here, but we were, then we'll come right back and uh, find out how your health is. Because I'm always interested. Turns out, so much, I feel like I'm doing a magic act up here. Well, after this message of interest. <laughs> if you just happen to tune in late tonight, my guess is Miss Doris. Did. What's up, guys? What's up? You guys having fun? Ah, uh, you guys? Are you guys having fun? I hope you're doing jumping jacks. I can't right now. My back's fucked. I can't do any jumping jacks. I got some fucking foam padding all over my back from my asshole to my neck. I'm all screwed up right now. Man, must be on the brain. Everything's perfect in the mall. Even if you're one of the few people who've never been inside a shopping mall, you can't help knowing they're here. 25 years ago, they weren't here. Today, they're everywhere. What used to be farms or woods or country crossroads have become malls. They ring every city in the country in great concentric circles. If you want to find America today, this is where you have to look. The pride of this development comes at a time, an auspicious time in our city's history. It's one of the finest developments I've ever seen. There's no question it's going to be one of the most beautiful malls uh, in the United States. Our industry was built in the main by people that didn't have two nickels to rub together. 
but they found a way to make a better mousetrap. They found a way to make success.
DJ Fox Trot was Best way to make money with Amazon in 2021 is not by selling physical products on All the homegirls hanging out with they homegirls, give it up for yourself. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, ladies. We hang out like we a, a team, ain't we, ladies? We hang out like we a tight posse. But we all got our job on the team. Am I correct, ladies? We all got our position in the passe. Like there's the hoe, you know she a hoe. She tell you she a hoe. Yeah, I had sex with him, yeah, I had sex with him. You might not wanna go out with him, I had sex. You like, damn, you are a hoe. But that's your girl, you love her, that's your girl. She can't drink out of none of the glasses at your house. You got a plastic cup for her when she come over. You don't know where that bitch been. You don't know where she been. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The woman that you don't leave your man in the room by themselves. I'll be damned if you have sex with Charles while I'm making beef soup. Come here, Charles. I need some carrots, nigga, yeah. She is a hoe. She is a hoe. Then we got the drunk. You can't take her ass nowhere. She is messing up the whole party. She be on the middle dance floor. Hi. Hi. Okay, um, um, P right here. And she don't remember nothing the next day. She don't remember nothing. She don't remember nothing. What's the first thing she say? What I do, bitch. dragging you out by one leg. You remember that? You know we can't go back there now, right? You know they got our pictures at the front gate now. You need help, yo. And she would drink anything. You know how you go over somebody's house and they be like, you know, I only got some vodka left. And you be like, I don't really drink vodka. She be like, pour that. <laughs> Finna get toe up. <laughs> then we got the driver. This heifer drive every occasion. It don't even have to be her car. She could be high, she could be drunk, she could be towed up. Welcome to Analyzing White America. It's a very difficult job, and I'm just the man for it. And I want to thank, on behalf of black America, because I'm a black person, I want to thank white America. Thank you. Thank you, white America, for making us tough. Because we'll get through this terrorist stuff. You made us, white folks made us tough. Because they've been terrorizing us for 500 years. Sicking dogs, putting water holes, lynching us. We're used to terrorists. This ain't no big deal to us. I'm worried about white folks. I'm worried about my white friends. They ain't going to make it through this. They're not used to this. I've, I've lost two or three white friends. They've cracked up. They took them to the crazy house. They can't handle this. They asked me for my ID at least five times, dude. What the hell do they want from me? They can't handle this profiling. I'm opening up the school. How to be a nigga in America and survive. 
they're not going to make it. Thank you, white folks, for making us tough. Because black folks will get through this, just like we did slavery. You real niggas know what I'm talking about, just like we got you house niggas don't have a clue. But you real niggas know what I'm talking about. We will get through this. Hip-hop diet is full of guys who cannot even rap. Media dividing us by colors, white or black. If you believe in Jesus, these days Christians get attacked. If colors, white or black. If you believe in Jesus, these days Christians get attacked. If you don't hate police, then everybody thinks you're white. And everything's so connected. Black Lives Matter got so aggressive. White folks who agree can't support the message. Both sides go to war because they don't respect it. Our social climate from the global tension turned to total violence and a whole depression. We can unify and then I'll go against them, but we let them divide us with votes and elections. Hey, the music we bump, all about shooting guns and doing drugs. Hey, whoa. The things that we want are promoted subliminally through the songs like, You need a fast car. You need designer clothes. You need a rap star to tell you to start popping pills at the blunt and go live at the club to your bro. It's all controlled by the elites. Put fake news all over our screens. Convincing the right to go fight with the left and distract from the fact it's each other we need. Uh, divided by race and religion. Segregated into teams. Uh, you're a white supremacist. If you're not, I guess you're Antifa. Screaming from the rooftops. Beat down better. Turn us on each other now. No lives matter. So says the president who spent his first month arguing over crowd size, ordering a Muslim ban, rage tweeting the Women's March, fire's dead if you have an opinion, take it back. People hate the president, if you don't, then you trash. Indoctrinate the nation using news and mainstream rap. The government abuses us, it's all part of the plan. And it's so confusing. Black Lives Matter is a valuable movement, but all lives matter ain't racist or stupid. It's non-black humans who don't feel included. All colors fall under laws to govern the whole country, and we all suffer. We're all broke, and nobody recovers until we accept that we're all brothers. Hey, the music we make, all about big booties and getting paid. Hey, whoa. We watch the news, and it fills up our brains with violence and riots and race. Like, this is a race war. You need to hate more. Get what you came for. You need some songs about Xanax and violence so you can escape more. What a vicious cycle we can break away from. They control the culture. They control the paper. They're indoctrinating a whole generation till the patriots start to hate the nation. The music we love make us dumb and addicted. The news that we watch is brainwashing the children. The viruses, riots, and racist conditions ain't problems. They're symptoms of life in the system. Screaming from the rooftops. Beat down better. Turn us on each other now. No lives matter. Although Michael Winslow may look like yet another of the thousands of weird people who roam around New York, he is in fact one of the hottest new names in American show business. That's all because Michael possesses some pretty extraordinary vocal talents. Average helicopter.
using just a microphone, a simple foot-operated delay system, and a small amplifier, Michael has been able to dazzle audiences with his vocal gymnastics. Michael developed his talent at an early age, when, as a child on an Air Force base, he got bored and began to imitate the noise of aircraft and machinery around him. Every person's physique is designed for specific sound effects. For anyone to say that they couldn't do anything is just a very cop-out, defeatist attitude. Anyone can make certain sounds. His ability to mimic the late rock performer Jimi Hendrix is quite staggering. Y'all mind if I do some music? Yeah, is it, is it, I'm gonna make it too loud, you know, it's just, uh, let me get this straight here. Tracy Morgan told me, uh, what did he say? Growing up, he said, you my, my three favorite was you, Bruce Lee, and Evil Knievel. It's like, wow, I look up to you, Evil Knievel, and Bruce Lee. Did you see Mike Tyson's Broadway? No, I did not. It was shocking. I you? heard it was shockingly good. <laughs> He's my aesthetic role model. No robe, hole in the towel, no stool, no logos on the shorts. <laughs> Hello, freak bitches. I, I mean, I did. I did one. I did Jimmy Fallon. One seating that Jimmy Fallon and every organization wanted to get me. What did you say? 
I was doing a joke uh, of singing. Uh, we were singing these funny songs about who let the dogs out. And so we took who let the dogs out and put it in like a um, like a like a vaudeville or a show tune. Who let the dogs out? Whatever it was, right? But beginning of that, I, I sort of ad lib like <clears throat> I was watching these dogs and they were coming towards me, and I was wondering, you know, who let them out? And there was a pit bull there, and you know, you have to be careful because pit bulls can be cantankerous, you know. And then I go into the song, the pit bull community. It was like Jamie Foxx says, pit bull shamed us. <laughs> you pitbull shaming? I'm pitbull shaming. Oh and then there was another thing where Jimmy Fallon was doing, um, was doing some type of. Uh, he was saying what what was going to be on the next show, and I was doing a bad version of signing, which I actually know how to sign, but I was doing a bad version. You know of sign language? I know sign language. We'll talk more about it later. You know, oh. all those types of different things, but. As I was doing it, as a joke, I didn't know that the person that he was talking about happened to be deaf. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <clears throat> and so then, you know, so it was just all of these things. That, and I try to tell people, I say, hey, listen, we never mean anything bad. We, we poke fun, but we're not, we don't mean anything bad. But you can't just, you know, you can't, you, you can't kill us. Because I, I got to keep doing what I do, you know. So it's, it's getting tougher. Well, it's just what we're talking about, about social media, about uh, people commenting on things that you can't read the comments. There's just too many people. Yeah. And people are always looking for something to be recreationally outraged at. Yeah, and the comments will get that ass, too. The comment <laughs> comment will hit you right where you are sometimes. Go, Damn, this motherfucker's right. <laughs> well, it's... The music will make you dumb. The media makes you hate. And they control them both. There ain't no escape. They put the world in a state of chaos. Economy crashing and massive layoffs. Black against white or it's left versus right. Divide and conquer and control is the payoff. Screaming from the rooftops. Beat down better. Turn us on each other now. No lives matter. If we do what the news wants. Blood don't splatter. Turn us on each other till no Good too, though. A little bit when they're right, when they're actually right. Like someone can say something ridiculous about you, and if you know it's ridiculous, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But if it's got a hint of truth, you're like, ooh. But when somebody says something about your teeth, you you kind of look in the mirror. I don't understand, man. I got I got fucked up. Yeah. Little, <laughs> I got fucked. I got somebody hit me with the donkey. The, yo, it's fucking donkey. I was like, huh? I start talking like, <laughs> yeah, you know, I get crazy. So, you know, but I tell people all the time, don't read the comments. That's the book. Don't read yeah. the comments. Because it will make you start to change the way you do things. If I read all of the comments, I'd never tell another joke. Yeah. If I read all the comments, I'd never try another, you know. Th I got a movie that we just uh, shot for little or nothing called All-Star Weekend. And it, the jokes are, like, all the way out there, you know. And, it, and it's, I got everybody in it, you know. And we're all taking, we all play different characters. Like, I play a white racist, white racist cop. <laughs> and how do you do that? Oh, I'll, sh I'll show it to you. I'll, gra I'll grab this thing and show it to you. But it's uh, they, uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays a Mexican. Uh, Gerard Butler plays a Russian who loves gymnastics. Uh, Benicio del Toro plays this crazy tattoo artist. And we're all, you know, we're all doing our thing. So it's like if you read the comments, that'll make you tuck that in. But this is some brilliant. 
and and it's 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 a cool little thing too. It's it's called uh, All Star Weekend for a reason. It's about two guys. One guy loves Steph Curry, the other guy loves LeBron James, and all they're trying to do is get to the All Star game. And it's sort of like this whole journey of running into all these people. So it's dope. But it is some things where it's like, ooh, you know, you can see there's gonna be some some shit going on. Well, Robert Johnny Jr. just from Tropic Thunder. Think about that. You can never do that anymore. You can't have blackface anymore. Yeah. You know what? I, I'll say this. People have to understand where it comes from. There are real people out there that really mean you harm. Like, outside of us. I mean, there's some real people who really don't fucking like you. Whatever you are, whether you're black, you're white, you're, you're straight, you're gay, whatever it is. There's some people who really don't like We're the entertainment. And it's easy. We're easy targets. We're easy. It's easy for you to jump on Robert Downey Jr. or Jamie Foxx or Joe because it's easy. You know, when it's real things, which, you know, whether it's politics or whether it's whatever, a lot of times we, we sort of, we're not ready for that fight. But it's easy to sort of pick the comedian. I called Robert. I said, listen, I, I need you to play a Mexican. He says, dude, uh, here's the deal. Sure. Fuck it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, you guys, I wanted to find um, a very special way to close out this event. And uh, I thought it would be great if I could tell an old story that was from years ago that never made it to a one-hour special. And uh, the cool part about this story is that it, it now has a different ending. <laughs> the story is called The Gift Basket. Yeah! Some of you know it. Some of you don't know it, but after this, you're never gonna forget it. <laughs> all you have to know about this story is that all the people involved have always been and will continue to be friends. That being said, my this, you're never gonna forget it. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> all you have to know about this story is that all the people this, you're never gonna forget it. <laughs> All you have to know about this story is that all the people involved have always been and will continue to be friends. That being said, Martin and I, all the good ones start like that, Martin and I are scheduled to perform in Northern California. Usually we fly, but this particular day I was having a problem with Southwest Airlines. They wanted me to pay for an extra seat for someone who wasn't traveling with me. Take your time, you'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, I tell Martin, I'm not paying for an extra seat. Let's just drive, it's six hours. <coughs> so we headed north. Three hours into the drive, we're passing through a city called Fresno. And as we're passing, hey, Fresno 559, get us away. Anyway, as we're passing through Fresno, we start seeing billboards off the side of the freeway that said, performing this weekend at the Radisson Hotel directly from BET's Comic View and Showtime at the Apollo, comedian G. Riley. And I look at Martina, I go, oh shoot, G's in town. And Martina goes, yeah, I haven't seen G in years. So we're like, let's stop by the hotel and say hi. So we pull into the parking lot. We walk in. I tell Martin, he doesn't know we're here. I'm gonna crank call his room. He goes, what are you gonna say? I said, I'm gonna tell him that I'm the front desk and that he just received a gift basket. So what's so funny about a gift basket? I said, <laughs> I'm going to describe it over the phone. And I'm going to make all the items that are in this imaginary basket become items that stereotypically 
a black person might like. You crazy? I said, I'll tell you what, we got two hours to kill. How about this? How about we go to the supermarket and we, I'm going to describe it over the phone and I'm going to make all the items that are in this imaginary basket become items that stereotypically a black person might like. Become items that stereotypically a black person might like. Items that stereotypically a black person might like. Stereotypically a black person might like. You crazy? I said, I'll tell you what, we got two hours to kill. How about this? How about we go to the supermarket and we make an actual racist gift basket? And we'll have it delivered and we'll wait outside to see what happens. I said, are you down? We go to a store and we start to design the sickest practical joke ever. I get a shopping cart and I'm like, all right, we need a basket. So I find one. I take out the grass, the plastic eggs, and the chocolate rabbits. And we start hitting the aisles. First item I grab is a fried chicken about that big, okay? See how quick that laugh was? <laughs> There's a few black people in here like, motherfucker, this better be funny. See how quick that laugh was? <laughs> There's a few black people in here like, motherfucker. <laughs> There's a few black people in here like, mother... There's a few black people in here like, motherfucker, this better be funny. It's hysterical. Let me just finish the story and then you can judge me in the parking lot. So anyway, then Martin hands me a miniature watermelon and I put it next to the fried chicken. Here's where it gets interesting. Employees of the store find out what we're doing and they start volunteering to help us finish the basket. Half of the employees were black, which made it so much more. It's hysterical. Let me just finish the story and then you can judge me in the parking lot. So anyway, then my aisle after aisle, aisle. One guy was stocking a shelf. He was an older white guy and we're like, sir, can you help us? What do you need? My buddy Martin and I are trying to make this messed up racist gift basket for our black friend as a practical joke. Can you think of something we can put in there? Without even blinking an eye, the guy was like, ah, you gotta have Kool-Aid. <laughs> it's at the end of the aisle on the right. Malt liquor's an XL over in the back of the store in the freezer section. It's on sale two for one. By the time we get to the register, all these different employees plus us came up with the basket that had fried chicken, watermelon, Kool-Aid, grape soda, barbecue potato chips, sunflower seeds, an ebony magazine, a Chris Rock DVD called Bigger and Blacker, Magnum condoms, Newport cigarettes, a rack of ribs, the recipe for cornbread. It was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Icing on the cake, we find a greeting card that's on clearance from Halloween and it has a picture of three ghosts on the cover wearing sheets. Right? Malt liquor's an XL over in the back of the store in the freezer section. It's on sale two for one. Icing on the cake, we find a greeting card that's on clearance from Halloween and it has a picture of three ghosts on the cover wearing sheets. I tear off the half that says, Happy Halloween, and on the back of the card, I write, Welcome to Fresno. Love the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and we stick it to the basket. We made it all nice and pretty, and we haul ass to the hotel. <laughs> Love the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> and we stick it to the basket. 
We made it all nice and pretty, and we haul ass to the hotel. We we pull up. We pull up. We walk. We walk in. We walk. We walk. We walk in. The basket is hot as hell, so I'm racing in. I get inside and I. I get inside and I put it. I get inside and I put it on the counter as fast as I can, bro. It's too perfect. Halloween, and on the back of the card, I write, "Welcome to Fresno. Love the Chamber of Commerce." We pull up. Is that chicken? What is it? Let me explain. My name is Gabriel. This is Martin. We're a couple of comedians, and we're about to play a really crazy practical joke on a friend of ours who's staying here tonight by the name of G. Riley, who's also a comedian. Oh, the one that's on the signs on the freeway. Yeah, the one that's on the signs on the freeway. So, as a practical joke, we went to the store and we made this messed up racist gift. Ooh, let me see. Hold on. What is it? Let me explain. My name is Gabriel. This is Martin. We're a couple of comedians, and we're about to play a really crazy practical joke on a friend of ours who's staying here tonight by the name of G. Riley, who's also a comedian. Oh, the one that's on the signs on the freeway. Yeah, the one that's on the signs on the freeway. So, as a practical joke, we went to the store and we made this messed up racist gift basket. That's that's why you can smell fried chicken. Oh, the one that's on the signs on the freeway. Yeah, the one that's on the signs on the freeway. So, as a practical joke, we went to the store and we made this messed up racist gift basket. That's story, and we made this messed up racist story, and we made this messed up racist gift basket. That's that's why you can smell fried chicken. And she, and she was like, what? and she was like. about to play a really crazy practical joke on a friend of ours who's staying here tonight by the name of G. Riley, who's also a oh, You ain't gonna believe what I'm looking at over here, girl. You need Jesus, that's what you need. <laughs> Kiki! <laughs> you need Jesus, that's what you need. <laughs> Kiki! Girl, you better hang up that phone. You ain't gonna believe what I'm looking at over here, girl. You need Jesus, that's what you need. Kiki, you need. Kiki, girl. You need Jesus, that's what you need. Anyway, so as a practical joke, we went to the store and we made this messed up racist gift basket. That's, that's why you can smell fried chicken. And she was like, what? This messed up racist gift basket that's that's why you can smell fried chicken you can smell fried chicken smell fried chicken and she was you need jesus that's what you need kiki girl you better hang up that phone you ain't gonna believe what i'm looking at over here girl listen we think it would be hysterical if we could have you deliver the basket for us she lost it. Oh, the hell you didn't. I know you didn't just ask me to take that to a black man. Could have you deliver the basket for us. 
she lost it. Oh, the hell you didn't. Oh, the hell you didn't. Oh, the hell you didn't. I know you didn't just ask me to take that to a black man. You are out your damn mind. Oh, Lord. Oh, the hell you didn't. Nacho Libre, I don't care who you are, I am not doing it, hell no. I'll give you 50 bucks. Where that mother Nacho Libre, I don't care who you are, I am not doing it, hell no. I'll give you 50 bucks. Where it, hell no. I'll give you 50 bucks. Where hell no. I'll give you 50 bucks. Where that I'll give you 50 bucks. Where that motherfucker at? <laughs> hotel room she knocks on the door Martin and I hide by the elevator on the floor she knocks <coughs> she opens the door sees a beautiful black woman standing there with a gift basket this is for you baby. Lord she knocks <coughs> she opens the door sees a beautiful black woman standing there with a gift door sees a beautiful black woman standing there with a gift basket this is for you baby he says thank you closes the door <coughs> She walks away and she sees us on the ground hiding, right? And she's like, y'all still going to hell. <laughs> we get up and we, this is for you, baby. He says, thank you, closes the door. <laughs> she walks away and she sees us on the ground hiding, right? And she's like, and she sees us on the ground hiding, right? And she's like, y'all still going to hell. <laughs> and she's like, y'all still going to hell. We get up and we walk over to the door and we put our ear, listen, shh, listen. This is what we hear inside. <laughs> Woo! Chicken! Chow! <laughs> <Yo>, Kool-Aid! <laughs> He's getting excited over every single item. He's pulling out of the basket. He gets to the greeting card. What can a Fresno love the Chamber of Commerce? Hell yeah. Then we feel him flipping the card over because his voice changed. He's like, oh yeah, man, this is, what the fuck? <laughs> Outside the door, we heard racist bastards. <laughs> well, we heard racist bastards, we lost it. <laughs> Housekeeping is freaking out. <laughs> Outside the door, we heard racist bastards. <laughs> well, we heard racist bastards. <laughs> well, we heard racist bastards, we lost it. <laughs> Housekeeping is freaking out. ¿Qué está pasando allá? ¿Qué andan haciendo ustedes? Muchachos, haciendo ustedes. Muchachos, ¿qué está ustedes? Muchachos, ¿qué está pasando, gordito? ¿Qué nacho? ¿Qué está pasando, gordito? ¿Qué andas haciendo? ¿Qué está pasando, gordito? ¿Qué andas haciendo? He yells. Who is it? Too easy. Chamber of Com. Too easy. Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> he rushes the door. I put my finger on the people so he he rushes the door. I put my finger on the peephole so he can't see who it is, right? The knob starts to jiggle, then the door explodes open, and he's like, what? And he sees us, and he's like, ah! What's up, G? Man, y'all give a brother a heart attack. Did you like your basket? Man, that was messed up. Did you like it? Man, I love all that shit.
right back after this commercial break. Don't go away, bitches. 